0: God morning. This is the daily podcast. Pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast today to Hildred. Um, I think she's going through some things. So God, please wrap your arms around her. Uh, She's essentially a good person. Don't let the devil get into her spirit. Please help her to fight it amen. I'm your host Pamela Staten and thank you for coming to pray with me. Let us pray. Father, I offer myself to you to serve you in any way that you want me to. Open the right doors for me and let me help your kingdom grow in Jesus name. Amen. Father, help me to look forward to the future with joy instead of wallowing in the past and mourning over what has been lost. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me to stand firm at all times, never giving up. I need your strength to help me in my life, moment by moment. I love you and I thank you for your love in me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I believe that Jesus is the only way to salvation. I ask you to help me not to ever be deceived into believing there is any other way. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me to obey you, not only with my actions, but in my heart, in Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit. I want to follow his guidance and to receive his help and comfort. Help me learn more about him and enjoy rich fellowship with him. Amen. Father, Help me not to dread the tasks that I have to do. Thank you that I am able to do them and that I can ask for your help knowing that you are with me in everything I do. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I am sorry for all the time I've wasted worrying I know that I cannot solve my own problems, and I ask you to help me not to worry, but to trade the worry for trust in you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me to face challenges in your strength and with a positive attitude. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for the shoes of peace. Remind me to put them on daily and trust you to handle the things I can't. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father, that you accept me even when people may reject me. Help me always to please you and not care about my popularity with other people. In Jesus name. Amen. Father, help me to develop a positive attitude about the discipline I need so that I can become stronger in the areas in which I need to gain strength. In Jesus name. Amen. Father, Thank you so much for the forgiveness of my sins. Your kindness and mercy are beyond comprehension. Jesus, thank you for taking the punishment I deserved and setting me free from guilt. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, help me to be satisfied to know what I need to know, and help me never to waste my time trying to find out things I don't need to know. Thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse 18 says, for which much wisdom comes, much sorrow, for more knowledge, the more grief. Have you ever worked to find out a piece of information and once you succeeded, you wished you hadn't discovered it? Well, being nosy is not a good trait because the more we know, the more grief we may feel, according to Solomon's scripture. We have found that people were saying unkind things about Solomon and he really wished that no one had told him about them. And it's amazing how happy we can be not knowing certain things, listeners, especially things that make us sad or cause us to worry. Sometimes people say, I can't give you that information. It's on a need to know basis only. Perhaps God wants you to work with us this way. He will let us know what we truly what we truly need to know. But we would be wise to leave the rest of it alone. Let me repeat that. God will let us know what we truly need to know, and we would be wise to leave the rest of it alone. Learn to be happy not knowing. Just trust God to inform you of the things you need to know when the time is right. Oh, wow. I am maturing as we go. Can you believe that? It says, learn to be happy not knowing. And trust God to inform you of things you need to know when the time is right. I love it. Amen. Stay with us. We've got more today, more good news from God. Let's get some more knowledge about the Bible. Okay, the book of Nehemiah. Now, the words of Nehemiah, they say, were put on paper by Ezra. And we know that Ezra was a priest. Now, it was the returning Jewish exiles rebuild the broken walls of Jerusalem. What is quotable is chapter 5, verse 19. Think upon me, my God, for good, according to all that I have done. For this people. Indignant over some fellow Jews' intermarriage with pagans, Nehemiah cursed them and smote certain above them, and he plucked off their hair. Nehemiah's success in rebuilding Jerusalem's walls provides many leadership principles for today, especially his consistent focus on prayer. The book of Esther. Now the author is not stated but it is believed to be Ezra or Nehemiah and it's about a beautiful Jewish girl who becomes queen and she saves fellow Jews from slaughter. What is quotable is chapter 2 verse 15. Esther obtained favor in the sight of all of them that looked upon her. And chapter 4, verse 14, Who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. God's name is never mentioned in the book of Esther, and neither is prayer, though Esther asks her fellow Jews to fast for her before she approaches the king. When we find ourselves in bad situations, It may be for the same reason Esther did, to accomplish something good. Amen. The book of Job. The author is not stated. God allows human suffering for his own purposes. Quotable is chapter 1, verse 21. Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return nither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Also, chapter 14, verse 1, Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Hmm. Chapter 16, verse 2, Miserable comforters are ye all. And chapter 42, verse 6, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. What's unique about the book of Job is Job pictures Satan coming into God's presence. It also gives a clear Old Testament hint of Jesus' work when Job says, I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And what's cool about it is trouble isn't necessarily a sign of sin in a person's life. It may be something that God allows to draw us closer to him. All right. And the book of Psalms, we know that the author is mainly King David, also Solomon, Moses, Asaph, and Ethan, the sons of Korah did write many of the Psalms. They are, it's an ancient Jewish songbook showcasing prayers, praise, and complaints to God. Quotable, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Chapter 8, verse 1. Chapter 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Chapter 51 verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 119 verse 11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 121 verse 1. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. And Psalm 131, verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. What's unique about the book of Psalms is it is the Bible's longest book in terms of both number and chapters, 150 in total, and the total word count is high. It contains the longest chapter in the Bible, which is Psalm 119, and 176 verses are in Psalm 119. The shortest Psalm is 117, and it only has two verses. Psalm 117 is also the midpoint of the Protestant Bible, with 594 chapters before it and 594 chapters after. So what's important? The Psalms run the gamut of human emotion, which is why so many people turn to them in times of both joy and sadness. Amen. Okay, stay with us. We'll be right back. Trusting God day by day says, don't leave God out of the loop. Psalm 91 verse 2 says, I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, on Him I lean and rely, and in Him I confidently trust. Listeners, when we're frustrated, it's often because we're trying to do something in our own strength, instead of putting our faith in God and receiving His grace and help. So let us learn to pray for what we would like to be changed, and then we can cast our care on God. If He leads you to take some kind of action, then do it. But if he doesn't, then wait in peace. I strongly encourage you to obey God and trust him in every area of life. Each victory you have will increase your faith for the next challenge you face. Trust in him. Little faith can become great faith when we see the faithfulness of God, as he meets our needs. You can become a person who enjoys great peace just by trusting God. Amen. And now for strength for each day. It says, no more hate. So I hated life because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me. That's Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 17. We can learn an important lesson about the words from that scripture. The writer says that he hated life. Have you ever heard anyone say that? Have you ever felt that way yourself? To hear that someone hates life is very sad. Though the phrase I hate is common, it is one that we would be wise to eliminate from our speech. Hate is such a strong word and a destructive force. Remember, words are powerful. To hate something fills us with negativity toward that thing. And the negativity can easily seep into our thoughts and our words, poisoning other situations as well. We all face problems and we encounter circumstances that we don't like. They may be merely unpleasant, or they may be terribly unjust, or even tragic. Our negative feelings towards these things may cause us to say, I hate this. But by God's grace, we can endure them, and we may even learn valuable lessons from them. When you face a challenging situation, or simply have a bad day, resist saying, I hate. Instead, remind yourself to think and say by faith that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, that God's grace is sufficient for you, and that you are more than a conqueror through Christ because he loves you. Pray with me. Father, help me to face challenges in your strength and with a positive attitude. In Jesus' name, amen. And now, let us put on the shoes of peace. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 says, Put on the full armor of God and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. We know the devil is our enemy and he looks to gain entrance into our lives in any possible way. But God has given us armor that we can put on and wear to protect ourselves from evil attacks. The pieces of armor are the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of spirit which is the word of God. Have you put on your shoes of peace today? In other words, have you decided to walk in peace today? No matter what happens, even the situations that catch you by surprise, you can be ready for anything as long as you remain at peace. And that means trusting God to help you. Jesus left us a legacy of his peace, a peace that passes all understanding. God is honored when we remain peaceful in the midst of a raging storm of threatening circumstances. It shows that we trust him to take care of us. Peace is one of the most beautiful qualities that we can possess. So be sure to wear your shoes of peace today, trusting God with all your heart. Pray with me. Father, thank you for the shoes of peace. Remind me to put them on daily and trust you to handle the things that I cannot. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome awesome. Okay. Um Here's a good one. It says, "How to have a positive attitude toward discipline." Okay. Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 5 verse 12. Sorry. You will say how I hated discipline, how my heart spurned correction. Well, listeners, the way to go stronger, the way to grow stronger in any area of life is to discipline ourselves to do what we need to do and to gain the strength we desire. Many people dislike the idea of discipline, but there's no doubt that it is the key to success in most endeavors. The person described um, in the Proverbs scripture had a negative attitude toward discipline. If we had to guess, we could say this person hated discipline and they did not enjoy a very successful life. If we have the kind of attitude that's reflected in that proverb. We make disciplining ourselves unpleasant and difficult, and then we struggle to do it. A bad attitude toward discipline is self-defeating because it often causes people to stop disciplining themselves in any way. In contrast, a positive attitude toward discipline makes our efforts to discipline ourselves way more effective. It can even help us enjoy the process. Thinking optimistically about discipline helps us focus more on the result that we desire than on the work that we need to invest to reach our goals. Discipline is actually our friend, not our enemy. It helps us be who we wanna be, do what we wanna do, and have what we want to enjoy. So make sure your attitude toward discipline is positive so that you can reap the benefits that discipline will bring to your life. Pray with me. Father, help me to develop a positive attitude about the discipline I need so that I can become stronger in the areas in which I need to gain strength. Let me repeat it. Father, help me develop a positive attitude about the discipline I need so I can become stronger in the areas in which I need to gain strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Be right back just a moment. I titled today's podcast, No More Hate, because I tell you, hate is all around. People are just acting up, showing out, Um, you know, the devil is real. If you are having a lot of adversity with different people or bumping heads or just conflicts cropping up or You're starting to lose your cool a little bit or your temper or just having a short fuse. Walk away. Take a pause. Take a minute. Guard your words. Be careful what comes out of your mouth. And not using profanity will save you a lot of grief later Listeners, it is a tough, tough, tough thing to walk a straight line every day. But I can tell you this, the more you walk that line, the easier it does become to walk it. And the easier it becomes to walk it, the more you'll want to walk it so stay on course stay close to God keep coming back and listening to the podcast so that we can stay energized and charged on the same page and know that others are going through it with you that is God's will so have a great day today stay on course Try to do an act of kindness ASAP because that always gives you good cheer and a nice shot in the arm, you know, to start your day and keep it going in a good way, in a good direction. Okay, great. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow (laughs) through the podcast waves. Bye for now.